Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles today. Very happy to be with you and on with the Mr. Trayvon Taylor. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Crystal? I am doing great, and thanks for being with us today after just, you know, Zooming in from, from Ireland, right? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> oh, only yeah. moments ago. <laughs> right? Exactly. Never a dull moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So we are going to be talking a little bit about leadership lessons, leadership lessons. And uh, along with myself being um, called and known as a leadership expert, Trayvon is like a step above as well related to a lot of what he does with, in relation to leadership and leadership training and his whole background. So I just want you to go ahead and introduce yourself uh, to our audience and let them know uh, about Trayvon. All right. Well, um, obviously, my name is Trayvon Taylor. Uh, I grew up in Los Angeles, California. Um, and a little bit of my background, I was in Marine Corps for 17, uh, well, about a, for but 12 and a half years. I joined when I was 17 years old, uh, what I was going to say. And uh, before I joined the Marine Corps, I really had low self-esteem. And I'll get into that story a little bit later. But uh, that was kind of a turning point in my life. And I started to realize what you know I could do when I joined the Marines. And it kind of started uh, me a trend to start really learning about things like teamwork, leadership, and things of that nature, and a lot of leadership, a lot of powerful leadership principles. Uh, now, uh, you know, I've, over a couple of other things that I've done, uh, I'm an international speaker. I'm a best-selling author now, uh, you know, based on a lot of the uh, life lessons that I have learned. And I just love to share that all around the world, uh, you know, with my uh, audiences. And I'm also a, a coach uh, in leadership and different business strategies and I just uh, help people in those areas. And it's just, it's just been a remarkable remarkable ride. And so it brings me now to this point uh, here talking to you and your <laughs> wonderful audience. So it's just been, it's just been amazing, Crystal. So I thank you for having me here. Give me another opportunity to help and reach more people. Well, I, I appreciate it. I really appreciate you being on. Uh, we met a number of months ago yeah. and I have built, been building a relationship, you know, around the leadership, around business and, and uh, mainly in relation to, to, to think and grow rich. And um, that's where I met you and heard you speak. And before that, there were other things related to leadership that I was just browsing on the internet one day and, and I found you, as, I, as I've mentioned to you now several times. And uh, then when I saw you at that conference, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's here. So I was really happy to be able to meet you because we have a, a number of very similar philosophies and uh, we'll be getting into some of that today in relation to leadership and in relation to what I call mindset measurements, mindset measurements for 2020. So we're at the end, you know, this is basically it is October 1st, so, you know, 30-day count, you know, the, the countdown of the 90-day countdown of getting into 2020. So, wow. people, if you're not already 
If they're not already looking at, you know, what is 2020 going to look like for them, then we want to have this show to basically give, give them a few tips on, on leadership. Now, when we talk about leadership, we're not talking necessarily all about leading teams, leading big corporations. We're also talking about leading yourself. Yeah. And also one of the principles that, that you mentioned that I mentioned often. So let's go ahead and jump in there uh, talking about leading yourself. And before we do that, I just want to hold up your book here, uh, Success Chasing You. We're going to get into a few of these principles, and he is the best-selling author of this book, and I really, really like all of the sections, but we're actually going to jump to the section that is called uh, Success Chasing You. So let's talk about people leading themselves, people leading themselves, and what, what does that mean to you, Trayvon? Well, in leading yourself, obviously, it's... Um, uh, I, I kind of mentioned to you before we had a conversation how uh, a lot of people go through life on a conveyor belt, and it and it, it take it it goes right along with uh, with this subject so perfectly. We go through life. We kind of wake up in the morning, and uh, you know we just kind of allow the alarm clock to kind of dictate our lives. Our boss tells us where to go, you know. So we get into this conveyor belt thing to where we we go through life. We uh, go to school. Uh, you get you get a good education, of course. You go to college, and then they kind of groom you to get a get a job, and so you just kind of work every day, just not not loving what you love, what what you're doing on a daily basis, right? So uh, you're just going to work and jobs that we don't like. That's not fulfilling. That's not really giving. Uh, we're not living at our fullest potential, and so we're on this conveyor belt until we get to the point to where okay, now we retire. And now what do we do? Now we just kind of sit there and a lot of us don't even have enough money to retire at, at a decent age. So a lot, of, a lot of people are working till they're 80 or 90 years old, you know, and then we just, and that we have our family, we have our kids and we just, that's it. You're done. You just fall off the edge of the conveyor belt. And so leading yourself is basically, yeah, there you go. Just like that. Just whoop, here it goes. All right. <laughs> you know, just end up part of a system. And right. many of us don't learn how to lead ourselves by saying, you know what, this is what I, this is who I am. This is what I want to do with my life. And this is the direction that I'm going to take. And I'm not going to allow, you know, other people or a system to dictate, you know, the, the way my life is going to go or even, uh, even a boss, you know what I mean? So uh, to dictate uh, my whole life. So we have to learn how to lead ourselves, how to, um, uh, make our decisions to, uh, you know, to live in uh, discipline is another another factor. There's so many different factors when it comes to leading yourself. But if you want to lead other people, if you want to be a leader in our in our community in this world, you have to first uh, know where you're going and know how to lead your own self. Know how to uh, create your own future per se. I mean, there's so many different aspects I can take with that, but. You just have to do that, and that's the only way you're going to get out of a rat race. That's the only way you're going to get off this conveyor belt is to become a leader uh, of your own life. Right, and and it, it it's just such a fundamental fundamental. It's basically a simple principle, but yeah. but hard for some people because they don't even realize that they're on the conveyor belt, or right. they don't. Even Realize that they're asleep. And um, I wrote this book uh, back in 2007. This is one of the more grungy copies because it's uh, one 
I refer to often this particular copy, but it's called A Touch of Africa Down in My Soul. And, it, and it's about a missions trip that I took to Nigeria, Ghana, and Senegal. And at the beginning of each chapter, there, there's a poem, and then there's a life rhythm at the end of each chapter. The very, very first poem is called Sleeping Child Arise, Sleeping Child Arise. And, it, and I'm not going to read the whole poem, but part of it, it says, hey, hey, sleeping child, sleeping child, what are you doing? It's time. It's time for you to arise. Open your eyes. And it's, it's just talking about uh, later on, it's saying that that I will, when you wake up and I help you, it's talk, talking about God. When I help you come through, then you will help other people come through. So the thing is, it's like we have to be able to wake up and understand, you know, our dreams to destiny, understand our impact in the world. And then when we do that, then we can also help other people. So this is just talking about the fact that, you know, every single section of this poem says, hey, you know, sleeping child, what are you doing? Wake up, you know, because we all need to wake up. We all need to arise. And right. so the fact that you um, are in that arise uh, area of your life, I'm in that arise area of, of my life and a number of people that, that, that are in our circle, we're all here basically to help other people do that same thing. And so it starts with you. It starts with your own mind. And so the first principle that I want to make sure that everyone gets is in relation to, you know, get off of the conveyor belt. Okay. Get off of this conveyor belt, wake up, arise, whatever you want to put on it for the words. That's what we're talking about right now. And the principle is be the leader of yourself. That's right. Be the yourself. And so um, I thought that that was really just a, a really great principle. And there's another item that is in some of your leadership material that is just a really, really cute story. If you could uh, explain it, a very, very short version of Mr. Wiggles. So yeah. that into the business principle, it, it's an excellent story, guys. Uh, li listen to this. Go ahead, Trayvon. Okay, so there's this little boy who wanted to play by this pond. So he went uh, to this area and he was kind of playing around, you know, on the grass and he was by the pond and he happens to look in this beautiful pond and sees this fish and this fish is kind of floating, just, just darting around back and forth. And he's like, oh, wow. So it's really colorful and pretty fish. And so he's like, oh, this is so cool. So he's running back and forth. So now he wants to play with this fish. So he's like, oh, wow, I want to play with, with, with this little fish here. So he runs back and gets a fishnet. And uh, he grabs a fishnet, runs back, runs back home, grabs a fishnet. And so he kind of stands around and waits for the fish to come back around and ends up capturing the fish in the net. And so he says, oh, hey, Mr. Wiggles, how are you? So he called him Mr. Wiggles because, you know, obviously a fish out of water is going to start wiggling. So right. he puts the fish out on the ground with him. And he wants to play tag and chase and wants to play with the fish because, you know, he saw the fish moving so fast in the water. And he's like, oh, I have a new friend named Mr. Wiggles. So he puts the fish in the grass with the boy. And he is like, he touches the fish and says, tag, you're it, and starts running. And he looks back and he sees the fish still flopping and wiggling <laughs> on the grass. And he's like, what's wrong? You don't want to play with me? I just saw you going so fast when you were in the water. You know, now he's just not doing anything. So the dad comes and says, hey, son, how's it going? And he's like, oh, well, I'm, I just met a new friend. And he was like, son, you got to put the fish back in the water. And he was like, well, why? You know, he's like, they're not, uh, he's not designed to be out here with us. He needs to be in the water. That's where his brilliance is. That's where his genius is, is in the water. 
So they put the fish back in the water and the, the fish went right back uh, to his genius, darting around in the water. And so the principle of that story is, you know, you'll have a lot of people that will, that will try to take you out of your element. Maybe you don't even know what your element is, but you may be that fish out of water doing something that does not uh, allow you to live up to your potential, allow you to uh, be the best version that you can be. And, you know, so you might let somebody talk you into saying, oh, try this, let's try that, let's do this. And you're doing jobs and you're doing uh, other things for people and, you know, and you're, you call yourself making a living doing things that are not, you know, conducive and constructive to who you really are and living to your full potential. So you cannot allow other people to take you out of your water, out of your, your brilliance. Uh, so you make sure you find your purpose and where you're supposed to be, and then you will shine in that area in your life. And I think that's just so phenomenal. It's such a cute story that, you know, everybody mm -hmm. can, can relate to, even whether you like fish or not. But just, you know, he saw him going fast and, and it was just, wow, this is great. And so he took him out. And a lot of times, uh, just like you said, uh, in, in business, in corporations, you know, like you said, we, we, we grow up, we go to school, we go to college and we get a job. And all of that is just basically conveyor belt things that we're doing, okay? And our brilliance really in elementary school is, is, is what's key because when teachers recognize talents, gifts and talents and different things in children and then cultivate that along with the regular schoolwork, then those are the ones that, that, that uh, can operate in their excellence and in their real brilliance because they're not taken out of that water. But if there's a person who's always doodling and, and, the, and the teacher comes and balls up the paper and throws it away, and then they're doodling again and throws it away, that might be like our next, you know, biggest artist in the world, but, but you right. just saw it as them doodling and not paying attention to you when you should have said, okay, this is not the time for it. This is not the time for it. But those doodles are really, really cool and they look great. So I'm going to connect you with the art teacher, for instance, and, and build on that. And right. so when we talk about the conveyor belt, one thing I want to, to say from an adult perspective too, um, is you know, if you have children, think about what I just said related to the brilliance in elementary school, but also for yourself, um, one of the, the techniques that I teach, and I'm, I'm, I may be um, presenting at the, uh, the Best You uh, conference in March, too, is, 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 is going to be where I talk about how you can close your eyes and take yourself back to those moments of, of brilliance, uh, your childhood brilliance, okay? And then there's a, a technique I use to do that even in my Build That Biz um, conferences that I have, not conferences, consultations that I have with clients. Right. But, but it's really key. And I really think that it's really cool how you can take yourself back there and find that even as an adult, because it's never too late, right? That's it doesn't matter what how old you are. Um, one of my friends, it was outbidding me on some stuff at the conference. She's like 60 something or 70 something. I'm like, what are you doing? And that was, I, that was supposed to come to me and you're out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm double nickels myself. I'm 55, but I'm like, you know, dude, like, okay, I really wanted that. So, right. so she just goes to show you. And, and I had just had a, a, a conversation with her to tell her that it wasn't too late. So I'm like, it was my own fault that, that she right. <laughs> myself. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so 
when you talk about brilliance and we talk about leadership, we talk about 2020, do you have a tip for people going into 2020 related to your, your brilliance story? Yeah, you know, I would just say, you know, off the bat, right now, you need to analyze right now, before going into 2020, analyze right now where you are in your life. Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you, um, uh, do you feel like you are fulfilled in what you're doing? You, it's, this is that wake up por uh, portion, right, which we just talked about. Waking up. Stop drifting is what is called in uh, Outwitting the Devil by Sharon Lecter. It's, called, uh, it's this principle called drifting. But I would just say, you know, get off, you know, just wake up, say, okay, am I happy with what I'm doing? Am I living to my full potential? Ask yourself these questions. Um, am, I, um, am I doing what I feel like I'm supposed to do? Am I, am I in my brilliance right now? And when you start doing that, um, now you can say, okay, well, what's the next step? What do I want to do? What, what direction do I want to go? And little by little, start implementing these things into your life and start moving towards that direction. I mean, it's not going to normally happen right overnight. Everybody just can't jump up and, you know, and start a new life, you know, the very next morning. But change actually happens in an instant. I'm going to say that. Change happens in an instant. What I mean by that is the mindset. Once you make a decision, right, to change your mind and to start going in a specific direction, your life can immediately begin to start changing, begin to start, get on the road to start changing, okay? Uh, so the biggest thing with, with people taking, you know, taking too long to having their life change is, a, is just their mindset. They haven't made up their mind and they don't know how to make up their mind. So like, well, maybe I'll do that, or maybe not, or maybe I'll do that. But you know what, when you make a decision, your life can start moving in the direction that you would want it to go to have a more fulfilling, uh, happier life, yes. That, that was phenomenal. And I want to touch on that some more after we come back from break. Yes. Uh, because the word that you said that I want us to, to blow up is begin. Yes. Begin. Mm -hmm. our, our, when we make that decision, then we can begin to go down that, the, the new road and the higher road. And we can begin this and that. So I want, want to touch on that a little bit more to explode that and mm -hmm. and. And I do mean explode. So uh, we will be back right after this break. And we will be on again with Mr. Trayvon Taylor. Right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the second segment of Soaring with Eagles. We are on with the Trayvon Taylor. He is the best-selling author of Success Chasing You. We will be getting into a few concepts related to that actual chapter, chapter seven in this book, and uh, he'll be able to give his information on how you can get in contact with him as well as uh, anything else related to the training that he does. Uh, But we were on a conversation related to uh, brilliance on a conversation related to brilliance. And um, before we get back to that comment, because the word begin was the one that I wanted to to explore a little bit further. I also wanted to just give a shout out for him and his Living in Oneness magazine. And it is part of uh, the, is the official magazine for Think and Grow Rich. Uh, the last one had a picture of Trayvon on the cover. And then this cover is John Shin. And he is the one that is is over the Pink and Grow Rich Legacy Tour. And do you have anything that you want to just say about this as far as like what you're doing next for maybe the rest of this year going into next year? Oh, wow. So so this year I'm going to be actually traveling around the world and I'm going to be teaching people how to publish their own books and things of that nature and get their message out. As far as Think and Grow Rich, we'll be starting um, that again next year. So we had our final stop in uh, Salt Lake City, which was an amazing, amazing event. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah was great, great people there. Uh, and we're going to be hitting, wow, uh, actually about 12 different cities, I think, next year. Uh, we're probably going to be going to a few countries, too, and we're going to be teaching the principles of Think and Grow Rich. So uh, those of you who have not written, uh, have not read that book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, you need to pick that up. If you're on this, on this call right now, if you're listening to this video on this Facebook, understand that, that you are already uh, in a mindset because obviously you're looking for something. You know that you want to get somewhere. This is a book that you it's a definitely must read for everyone that, that's on your call. It, it really is. And then Think and Grow Rich for Women by Sharon Lecter. And there's like a whole uh, set of them, the ones that uh, Greg Reed has written from the Napoleon Hill Foundation as well. And, and I talk about a lot about Napoleon Hill um, basically almost on every show. I even had a friend of mine uh, pretend to be Napoleon Hill. It, it was Napoleon Hill's face. Oh, cool. 
on a stick and he was <laughs> was Napoleon Hill. I had Napoleon Hill on my show, Trayvon. So, oh, that's cool. <laughs> So, uh, so that was that was a really fun show. And um, I would just like to thank, thank also Trayvon for this uh, article. Um, this was one of the articles that I'm actually in in the Living in Oneness magazine. So um, able to give a shout out related to my business and what we're doing with leadership. And um, just wanted to uh, thank you for that for that great article. All right. So the word was or is begin. Yeah. So if we can explode that, like really say what that means, because a lot of what I talk about on this show is soaring with eagles. Soaring is a do word. Yes, it's it is. Word. Okay, so we have to be doers. And the Bible even says, you know, we have to be doers of the word and not hearers only. It's the same in all these conferences. All this stuff that you're saying, you just were over in Ireland. So if they just heard all of what you said and didn't do anything about it, then, you know, uh, maybe you made some money, but it, it, it was basically pointless for them to, to go through all of that and not do the do part. Okay, right. if we can talk about begin, begin is a do word. And when we talk about um, business, we talk about leadership, leading yourself and then leading your business. What what do you want to add on to the end of that? You had a few begin, uh, a few phrases that you put after that word before break. Can we kind right. of into those a little bit? Yeah. So in beginning, when I always talk about beginning, it's some people, what they do is when they want to accomplish something, when they get a vision in their head. So uh, give me a perfect example. If they say, well, this is the life I want to live and this is what I want to have. They look at the final picture and sometimes that final picture can, yeah, it might excite them for a minute, but it's so overwhelming to where they're kind of like, well, I don't know where to, how to start. I don't know where to begin. It's, and they disassociate themselves from that vision because they feel like it's just too overwhelming. It's, it's too much for their mind. So if I was to say, I want to climb, climb Mount Everest, and I look at the top of Mount Everest, I'm like, oh, heck no, man, this is just too much, right? Too much for the brain to, <laughs> to comprehend at the moment. The first thing I would say is, okay, now look, okay, that's good. If you look at the top of Mount Everest, all right, now the, now the next thing you need to do is look down. Okay, now this is where I am now. That's where I want to go. This is where I am now. That's where I want to go, okay? But you can't go from here just to there just like that. You have to now look, okay, let me look ahead a little bit and go take one step. If I was to take one step, okay, let me just do that. I can do this, all right? So now that's a little bit easier, you know, and on the mind. Let me just take this one step. Let me just make a phone call. It can be as simple as a phone call is taking a step, right? Doing a little research if you want to start a business. Okay, well, let me, let me do a little research. Let me go interview somebody. Let me ask somebody how they start. Okay, that's a step. And then, well, if I took that step, maybe I can take the next step. Maybe I can take the next step. Eventually, what are you going to be doing? Now, maybe you're getting an LLC. Maybe you can form one. Okay, well, now I can put a couple hundred dollars together to maybe form an LLC. Okay, so little by little, you have to take just little tiny steps. Stop looking at the top of Mount Everest and just look at what's in front of you right now. What can I do today? to just get me a little bit closer to the top of Mount Everest, all right? You're, you're not going to get to the top of Mount Everest tomorrow, okay? Just little by little, take a small step every single day. And one day you're going to look back and you're going to be halfway or more up that mountain, if not at the top, and say, wow, look how far I've come. And that's going to give you more confidence to say, 
I think I can make it to the top. I'm, I'm actually moving there. I'm getting there. And that's an exciting feeling, and it makes you want to keep moving. It makes you want, I've gone this far. I'm not going to stop now. And it just gets to be very exciting. And your, your life builds a lot of excitement because of the journey that you're on because you're going where you want to go. That's what makes life so exciting and fulfilling. You might not have everything you want right now, but you know, you're on a journey to get where you want to go and you know you're moving in that general direction. That's what gets you up in the morning. That's what gives you the energy and fires you up, you know what I'm saying, to, make, to take the next step, right? Because you've already seen, you, you, wow, next thing you know, I've taken 100 steps. I've taken 200, 300, 1,000 steps, you know? And I'm right. and I can see I'm moving. So that's what's exciting about it. And that's all about beginning. You know, that's how you begin. One step. And and one of the things that I had related to beginning, it's not for people to be able to necessarily read on here, but the, yeah. this is the diagrams that I have in Flint Out Loud. And the, the step that you mentioned looks at uh, what I call a litmus test. Okay, so everything starts with L for these seven L's. And having a way of measuring yourself, you know, having a way of just, you know, putting putting the paper in the water, putting your toe in the water and say, okay, is am I going the way that I that I had planned to go? Yeah. Or do I need to make some adjustments? And that's another thing is, you know, be limber enough to make adjustments. And I like, you know, another thing that was in your packet was related to uh, just the planning. So it was a, a 2018 to 2020 plan. So you, you have to have a plan and then you have to have a way of measuring yourself. And right. And looking back, it's okay to look back to see how far you've come and then what adjustments you need to make, but also looking to that horizon, looking to that mountain. So what you have to do first is begin. Yes, right. (laughs) You have to begin. And and without that, then it's just you're collecting information just for the sake of information. And if you want to stay on the conveyor belt, some people are fine being on there. I'm not. Right. <laughs> so uh, I've never been okay with that. And right. so I, I live my whole life in, you know, just trying to always be a better person. Absolutely. And it's not always in relation to money. And that's the thing uh, that I continue to tell people about Think and Grow Rich. It's not all about money. You know, it, it's, it's, they have, it's, it's about a give back model. It's about, you know, just being a better person yourself. Yes, there's money, uh, that, that's discussed in there, you know, but it, it's all about having a burning desire of, of what it is that is the one thing. And that's another principle that you talked about uh, doing the one thing that you were put here to do. Now, we all have many gifts and talents and, and everyone, some people call me Jamaican because I have so many jobs and so many different things that I do. But it's all revolving around helping people be the, the best person they can be. Right. Yes, there's all these different elements of it but it's all about helping people be the best. So yeah. the one comment that you had in there, and I want you to, to expound on that, sure. is in relation to, uh, you said a way to kill a man's dream is to give him two or three. Yes. <laughs> We've all heard this before is how you started out that particular phrase. So let's talk about the word focus related to leadership, mm-hmm. leadership of ourselves and our company, and mm-hmm. then mindset measurements. That's, that's what the show is about today. So how yeah. can we wrap our mind around the word focus to get us ready for 2020? Okay, so uh, I was in the Marine Corps for 12 and a half years, right? And one of the things that they taught us in the Marines was, you know, to how to shoot. And, you know, we, we shot from 
200 yards when we shot in practice on the range and we shot on the paper targets, you know, 200 meters, uh, 300 meters, and then 500 meters. So what we would have to do is you had the, the target and you had your sights, right? You had your front sight on the front of the rifle, which kind of looked like this, and then you had your rear sight, and so which was kind of was like a circle. So what you had to do is kind of look through the circle and then put the, the front sight right in front of it, right? And so what you had to do was really focus in on what they call, a lot of people think you had to focus on the target. And you don't focus on the target, you focus on the sight, the front sight. And this is what allowed you to hit your target, you know, from 500 meters away. And that's, some, some people, that would seem like far, like 500 meters. Like, yes, if you focus on the front sight, you know, if you focus correctly, you'll be able to hit your target at 500, uh, 500 meters. So in saying that is that you have to focus on that one thing. And if you focus on that one thing, which is that front sight, and it looks like a one. It's so perfect. I'm glad I just thought about this. It looks like a one. When you focus on that one thing, that will guide you straight to the target that you want to go. And so you have a lot of people have so many different things that they, they, that they want to do. They're pretty much all over the place. And also, they have areas in their lives that are pulling them in all kinds of different directions. So you may be doing one job that's, uh, that's pulling you this way, but you want to go this way, but you have a relationship that's pulling you down this way. And then you have this other side gig. That's wait, 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 pulling you down? You could have, you could have. Well, not <laughs> over here. Pulling, oh, no. pulling you over here. You're right. <laughs> Now, some of you got relationships that are pulling you down, and so that will get to you. But not everybody. Not everybody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to what you were saying. Back to what I was saying. But you have, different, you have different things that may be pulling you in different directions, but you want to go this way. You have to learn how to you – know, all these things have to try to start coming in focus and start pulling in a specific direction. So – what you have to do is focus on that one thing. So one of the things I always used to give an example to, we're in football season now, right? You have, right. You have, you have different people uh, on the field that do a lot of different things. So you have the quarterback who throws the ball, you have the receiver who catches the ball, you have the running, you have the blockers. And so every day the quarterback goes to, goes to practice, and what does he do every single day? He throws the ball. That's all he does. He doesn't tackle. He doesn't block. He doesn't, doesn't do all this other stuff. He throws the ball. That is, his bit, that is his focus. That is his brilliance. And he stays in it, and that's what makes him so valuable. That's why the quarterback position, first of all, it's a leadership position, which, I, which, I, which we, can, you know, we can play with that too. It's a leadership position. And he, he, he just focuses on that one thing, and that's why he's the most highest, probably the highest paid person on a team. Number one, he's a leader, because leaders, obviously, is the most valuable position that you can possibly have, and that's why we focus on leadership. Number two, he does the same thing over and over and over and over again. He's brilliant at that one thing, and that's what makes him right. so great. That's why you know his name. So that's why I let people know, like, focus on that one thing. And then you hear a lot of um, other people say, well, no, you have to diversify your income. You have to diversify different things. Yes, they diversify once they get their money to a level, 
<laughs> to where they can, but they did that one thing to get to that spot. And then they started kind of diversifying a little bit, but they did that one thing to get them there. You look up any uh, um, successful person, you know, that has a, you know, that's, that's has a, that has a lot of money. We'll just, we'll just use money as an example. When you use, because there's so many different more avenues of success than just money. So I don't want you to think that I'm just talking about money. I'm just giving this as an example. They get themselves to a certain, they get themselves to a certain point financially by doing that one thing and mastering that thing. Stop being a jack of all trades and be a master of one. Be a master of one. And then at that point, once you master this, then you can start diversifying. Okay. Stop playing and tiddling and all these little things because all that's going to do is leave you, you know, at an average place. Average on any level is not going to get you anywhere. Mastery is what's going to bring you success. Mastery, mastery, mastery. And once you do that, then you can say, all right, well, now I'm here. Now I can put a little bit, you know, uh, you know, a little attention over here and I can put a little bit of attention over here. Then you can start diversifying. But master the one thing. And when you have that, I'm telling you, success will chase you down like a predator. The one thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And looking down because that that brings us to one of the comments I had from from your material was acceptable is the new exceptional. Unfortunately, yes, <laughs> the new exceptional. And and I I do a lot with youth teaching uh, Echelon Leadership Institute for adults too, but for junior high, high school, and college. And for some of them, uh, I, I've had people come up to me and say, well, you know asking me if this was great or if that was great. It's like, well, it was good. It, it wasn't great, but it was good. And this, you know, this is what we can do to make it exceptional. But because they had been praised by so many people, parents, teachers, other people about being able to do something average or mediocre, they thought that they were great and exceptional. And that's, that's one, of, one of the issues that I have with a lot of the philosophies around teaching and around, you know, praise of children uh, and, and things these days, because children come up, thinking they're exceptional and they're not. Right. And so from a parenting perspective or teacher mentor perspective, being able to balance that is something that, that I've always talked about whenever we have the awards banquet, you know, at the end of the year for, for Echelon is that, you know, people, we, we need to start being real because yeah. then we'll get into uh, corporate America, corporate, you know, whatever country you're in and, and you're thinking it's, it's, this is, I think, mainly a main issue here in America. Uh, and they're thinking that they're just the best things than sliced bread, and, and they're really not. There's people from other countries and even in this country that are surpassing them, and they get the job or they get the promotion because they're doing extra. They're doing something that is actually exceptional. Right, exactly. Before we go to break, do you have any comment on that? Wow, you know, <laughs> it's mine. I'm sorry? The pet peeve of mine. I know it is. It is. And it's so sad that when people can just say, oh, I'm doing all right. And, then, you know, and they kind of say, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you're making it. You know, our standards have lowered so much. Like, geez, you know, don't you want to be above average? Just because, you know, if people say you're making it, that means you're doing good. I know you've heard that before, right? Oh, I'm making it. You know, hey, I got a job, you know. <laughs> I got a good job, and they might not love this job. I'm not. I'm not. Get, I'm not beating on people who have jobs. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying jobs that are not fulfilling. Not saying, you know, what I talked about before. 
you're not happy and you're not, you know, not in a place where you're being fulfilled by this job and you're barely living paycheck to paycheck or whatnot. That's not, that's not exceptional, you know, and people have, they'll see you in that position. And just because you can pay your bills, that's exceptional that you can pay your bills. Really? <laughs> we really lowered our standard as a society on what ex- exceptional is. And so I really want to change that standard and raise the bar. We need to raise the bar. When we talk about mindset measurements for 2020, so we need to have a mindset that is really truly looking at what can I do to be exceptional, not just average, not be acceptable, but, but what would be, what would be exceptional and who is already there or close to there that I can model after or study or have them be my mentor so that you, you, you have where you're surrounding yourself with people that don't just have that mediocrity, uh, just straight line, you know, mentality, people who are actually out there doing what you say that you want to do. And then even beyond that, it's, it's above your best. It's above what you feel is, is exceptional because once you think that you've gotten there, you've done your, your measurements, you've had your litmus test, mm-hmm. uh, and then you get there where there's, there's still more that you can do. Yes. There's still more you can do. Absolutely. 100%. And we just did, and, the, and it all, like you said, it's, it's all a mindset. It all starts in the mind, you know, stop, stop comparing yourself to other people. You know, that's, that's the first thing a lot of people do. They'll, they'll compare themselves to other people. Well, well, you know, well, I'm doing all right. Yeah, compare it to, you know, the other, you know, <laughs> 90% of, you know, the world that's not doing that much. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to, you have to think above. You know, one of the mindsets that I started off with was I refuse to be average. I right. cannot. I refuse, you know, to be average and just to be like everyone else. Not saying that I'm better than anyone. I just raised my standard and raised my bar to say, you know what? I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to show my kids uh, that they can be more in the way that I do that. And this is a leadership principle. And the way that I do that is through example. And the way that I do that as well is to find a mentor. You said it perfectly. Find a mentor that can, uh, that, that gives me a target to look at to see like, wow, you see, I, I see what he's doing. Even if he's just one step or two steps ahead of me, I need to surround myself with other people that are farther along uh, than I am and not hang around individuals who are right where I am or below where I am unless I'm reaching, unless I'm reaching to help them, you know, lift their mindset. I need to get other people around me to help me lift mine and to challenge me more to go further and to go higher. So that's right. so important, you know, uh, uh, just that mindset when it comes to stop. Think above now. Think higher, above average, better than normal. So when we get back from break, we're going to go over a couple stats, Trayvon, and we're going to go over uh, roadblocks and and just finish out with some things that that can maybe really help people to excel in their 2020. Uh, And again, it's being a leader of yourself, even if you don't want to go into business. Uh, These are business principles, uh, Mm -hmm. but these are things that can help you just in your general life to be a better person, to have a better mindset. And, and reach some of your personal goals. So we will be right back with Soaring with Eagles. It's your world. Motivate. 
Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our last segment of Soaring with Eagles today. We are on with the Mr. Trayvon Taylor, world traveler, world speaker, international speaker, and and author. And uh, you want to know this person. You want to know him. You want to get his some of his information um, off of his site. So I want you to go ahead and just share with people how they can get in touch with you and find out more information about what you have to offer. Yeah, uh, so you can go to uh, Trayvon Taylor, uh, T-R-A-V as in Victor, O-N, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. And there you can find out more about me and my story and uh, uh, what I have to offer. But basically, I am a... uh, I'm a uh, speaker, as I said before, so uh, I do do speaking engagements, I travel around, I I do a lot of that, and I'm also uh, a coach, so a lot of individuals maybe want to know how to take from their life from point A to point, uh, to point from point A to point Z, uh, and how to start, where to go, and we go from awakening, so my my leadership program is called the Leadership Empowerment uh, Program. Uh, lion, the Lion Life Leadership Empowerment Program, or I call it the LEAP uh, uh, program, because it uh, just like the lion, right? We learn how to, we, the lion pounces, right? It's, it's prey. Uh, and I teach uh, individuals how to go through that. And it's really cool on how it's set up, because it's set up like the life of a lion. You know, the first time you first, you, you awaken, you know, which is the lion that's being born. Uh, and then you start exploring and uh, then you start start learning how to hunt and things of that nature. It's really it's really cool. And the very last step is roaring. Uh, the roar is to learn how to take your message and your gift, your talent, and then you share it with the world. You put it out there. Uh, and so it's it's really exciting. I love uh, uh, I love working with individuals. I love clients and taking them from point A to point B and really building and structuring uh, the life that they want and learn how to live that lion life. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah. supposed to go for it right after saying something like that. You were, like, ah, you were supposed to go for it. 
be disappointed with you. Like you gave this whole big old thing and then you're supposed to go for it. But right? yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be a little conservative on the <laughs> I might scare him. I don't want to scare him away. <laughs> With the real roar. You gotta go for it. You gotta yes. go. For it. <laughs> You're right. I'm a loud person, so I'm I'm a loud person. So yeah, when I I do my training, it doesn't even matter if it's something you know related to the medical different things that I do. Um, uh, nobody sleeps in my training. Okay, That's it's right. all active, and we're going to be loud. <clears throat> we're That's gonna right. Have, we're gonna run around the room. We're, we're just. It. So, uh, if you ever invite me, hint, hint, you know, to speak with you, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. In heels, flats or heels, I'm going for it. So I love it. I love it. So let's just talk about some statistics and talk about some roadblocks and just kind of finish up and and help people. Uh, have some tidbits that they can go back to because this and other shows that we've had recently have dealt with leadership. They've dealt with mindset a lot related to the mind. I was just on a panel four days ago mm-hmm. and uh, talking about mindset. And when I when I mentioned that, you know, our last four or five shows have been about that, you know, there are people feverishly like writing down um, the information because a lot of people, <clears throat> the hangups are right here. That's right. Nothing to do with like physical, you know, or different things like that. It's, it's just right here, right here in your mind. So um, when we talk about 2020, when we talk about New Year's, we get that word resolution that people put on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so some of the stats here, you know, a lot of them, you know, 40 some percent you know, don't even last one month. And then it goes, you know, just down and down from there. And some people actually maybe 16 or so percent, depending on what you look at, do make it to the end of the year. But that's just such a small number. And then some of those are not related to the whole resolution, just portions of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the thing I want to talk to you about, um, I'm going to mention it so you can think on it while I just talk for just a little bit more, is in relation to what people have, have resolved. Okay. So we want to talk about leadership and mindset and moving towards your destiny, which um, a lot of these resolutions have to do with uh, working out. It has to do with health. Uh, Some of them very low actually have to do like with family. This one one said like 13%, but just in the middle there around 30 some percent sometimes talk about money and talk about jobs, maybe a different career. Okay. So, 30% 30% or so. So it seems like, you know, people are more interested in maybe their health and interested in trying to do something related to their health, even though it doesn't last, but maybe less than a month. But a lot of people don't really have a lot of goals necessarily around what they're going to do for the rest of their life, living a fulfilled life and living that fulfilled life and making money at it. Okay. So what can we give people so that we can get them off of the conveyor, have them actually not just make a resolution, but make something that they're going to do and begin to do and really focus on that? Because if you focus on that, all this other stuff will happen because it's, it's all about your mindset. So yeah. a more fulfilled life that you can you can monetize. Is there yeah. something that you give, give folks on that? Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is this. 
when it comes to changing anything, you know, when people want to, what they want to set these New Year's resolutions, when you say they were talking about like, oh, I want to change my body. So what they do, they go to, they'll go to the gym or whatever the case is. But what, what's happening is there's, there's still no real mindset change. There's no, no real mindset change. The first thing you need to do is work on your own thinking. Work on your thinking and start changing your environment. Change your environment. I'm telling you that is so important as far as changing your environment. Because people will go in, they'll, they'll say, well, I want to change my body. But is that, a, first of all, is that a strong enough why? Is it a strong enough reason? Because your why is what's going to push you to actually make change. Usually you need, usually people don't make serious changes in their lives until there's something drastic or, or really dramatic happens in their, in, in their selves. And I can, man, you asked me this question with only a couple minutes left, man. And I can go, I can go deep into this. <laughs> but, you know, they... They need a very, very powerful why to make that stick. That's why, you know, and they don't change their environment. They'll, they'll, go to, they'll go work out a couple times, and then they'll be like, oh, man, I'm tired. They'll go back to work, and they want to lose weight. And then they have a pizza party at work and say, ah, oh, you know, now they're, they're, uh, uh, they're, they allow their environment to break that, that cycle so their why was not strong enough to keep them away from that pizza. You know, the, you know all the all the food that's supposed to be supporting you know um, that goal of the weight loss. So, oh my gosh, I can go so deep into that. But but the first thing you have to do is change your mindset, and then once you change your mindset, you have to work on changing your environment. Okay, start listening to motivational um, uh, you know videos or something like that. You have to consistently feed your your mind. Stop thinking you can just go do this off of willpower. Willpower does not last. I'm telling you, willpower doesn't last. You have to have something deeper, something stronger in you that's settled into your soul, into your subconscious mind, and that's what's, that's the only way you're going to be able to change your life. You know, so work on your mind. First question that I put on Facebook uh, and Instagram related to, you know, does your, your Monday start on your Sunday night? Right. Um, so about planning and just having your mind wrapped around that. And we talk on, on this show a lot about gratitude and, and what do you do when you wake up in the morning? What is your routine? And mm-hmm. all of those things uh, help you have the mindset to, to stick to what it is that, that you've outlined. Yeah. And so hope on this show today that we have given you a few tidbits to, to go back to, to help you do your planning for 2020 related to mindset and Please, 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 you know, if you need to go back and listen to the show, as I as I often comment, please do that and share the show with others so that they can also uh, have that information to help them uh, and in their personal life and in their businesses. Trayvon, really appreciate you being on the show today and I hope everything goes well with uh, all of those people that you help with their books in in Ireland and as you continue on that tour. And uh, we uh, will be back in touch soon. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you so much, Crystal. It It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world. 